Hello and welcome to the Innovation Forum podcast. I'm V Stevenson, Stakeholder Engagement and Communications Manager. I'm here today with Anke Schulmeister-Ordenhover, who is the Senior Forest Policy Officer at WWF's European Policy Office. We'll be speaking about the new EU law, which aims to stop imports linked to forest damage. As I understand, we don't yet know what the final text in the law says, but rather the political agreement reached on the 5th of December. Taking that into account, Anke, could you talk a little bit about what we can expect in the law that is ambitious and positive? As you just rightly said, what we do have until now is something we call a political agreement. So the different parties, the European Parliament and the European Member State, represented by the Czech presidency, together with the Commission, have come to an overall agreement on elements of the legislation. But we're all still waiting for the direct and more technical text that is still going to come. From our perspective, we do think this law is kind of a paradigm shift. How big to be seen, but it is going to be the first law worldwide, which will try to ensure that products placed on the European market. So it's focusing on a number of specific commodities. So, so it's soy, palm oil, cocoa, timber, coffee, rubber, and beef. So that these commodities or products made from them are not linked to deforestation or forest degradation. And the novum of this legislation is that not linking it to deforestation or degradation will not depend on the legislative framework, so the laws in the country where these commodities or products were produced. Even if a country would allow still legally to deforest or to degrade certain forest areas, the European Union would not accept these products on its market. Also to make it clear that this legislation will apply to all products placed on the market, no matter where they were produced, meaning whether they were produced inside the EU or outside. So now we do think this is really, really a big change. And it's, of course, also the first legislation that is addressing products which are linked to the agriculture sector in a bigger manner and the negative impact that the agriculture and from that perspective also the timber sector can actually have on the environment. And with such a huge paradigm shift that this could be, how is this going to be enforced or how can we ensure that this is going to be enforced? I think there are two elements to this. What makes this law, what I find personally very interesting is the fact that it works with due diligence. Due diligence, which is a word that for a non-native English speaker like me was difficult not to crack because what it in the end means is that companies who place these products on the European market need to carry out a risk assessment. So they need to assess whether the product in their supply chain has been linked to deforestation or forest degradation and to human rights violations if those are linked to the country's origin laws. So that's one of the downsides of it. If they see that there's a risk, they will need to reduce this risk to a negligible level, so to a non-traceable level, I would say. If they cannot do this, these products cannot be placed on the European market. Because that is also um, important to know that this legislation is what I would call an ex-ante law. So it applies before products are being placed on the market. And the other interesting thing is it also applies to exports from the European Union. Of course, the question is always a law is only as good as its implementation. Part of implementation are controls and checks which are carried out by the member states relevant agencies or authorities. We call those competent authorities. This legislation will include the involvement of the customs authorities, which makes it a bit more stringent in trying to check at the border what is happening. Then we have also the competent authorities, so national authorities who will do the enforcement. And what this law does is it has a minimum size of percentage-based checks, which will be provided. So every member state will need to change 
not change, we'll need to check a minimum amount of companies depending on whether the product comes from a low risk, a standard risk or a high risk country. So these percentages will increase. And of course, what we hope is going to happen is that we're also going to have more prosecution in case of infringement of any of the elements of the legislation. Because what this law does is it's going to ask to companies to actually fill in a so-called due diligence statement. You need to fill in a statement which says which is the company, which products they are bringing on the market, what's the volume or weight, and where the origin of the commodities are or the um, commodities in the product. So that's what they will need to hand in. It's going to be fed into a European-wide database together with the signature that they have carried out a risk assessment. So that will make it more clearer that they have done certain things from that perspective. Are there any elements of the law that many may have expected or hoped for that might have been excluded? I think uh, from our perspective, there are at least two big challenges. So the first challenge is that we had expected that this law would not only apply immediately to forests, but also other ecosystems. Now what we have is that other wooded lands, areas which do not follow the FAO definition of forest, but the FAO definition of other wooded lands, so with the less density of forest cover, will be included after an impact assessment that the European Commission has to carry out within a year's time. And other ecosystems like grasslands and peatlands or wetlands will be evaluated two years later. This is, of course, a bit of a problem because we do not know how much of deforestation will take place during that time. And we know that the EU is already now. What will happen is that by not covering at this stage other wooded land, there's going to be a big threat, which we do see on, for example, the Cerrado, which is a Brazilian savanna area, because we already see now that a lot of the conversion of this landscape towards soy is taking place now. And we do think that if it's not included very timely, this is going to happen also in the future and maybe actually increase in the future. And the same goes for other ecosystems. That's one of the elements. I do think another element which we found very problematic is that the inclusion of human rights, the fact that also human rights need to be respected, is really focusing on human rights which are implemented and applied in the country of production. We would have liked to see more making reference to international conventions and other internationally agreed human rights aspects, which unfortunately does not seem to be the case. So a third element, which is problematic from our perspective, is the non-inclusion of the finance sector at this stage. So we think and you know, it is important that you do not only talk about companies who might be linked to deforestation, but also to those in the finance world that can fund those companies linked to deforestation. And we do think you know, they also should fulfill due diligence requirements, ensuring that you know, there is no risk that their funding is funding companies who might be involved in activities that leads to nature destruction or human rights violations, which unfortunately did not get. In terms of the process of implementing the law, what's next? The next is actually making sure that entry into force is taking place. So entry into force is when is this law going to become a law? So at the moment, it is not totally agreed yet. And entry into force means then that it's something which becomes legally in the perspective of being in legislation. And we think what we heard is that's going to be in spring next year, I think around April and May. After that, what is going to happen is that we have these elements of potential reviews, which were already foreseen, you know, for other wooded land after one year, for other ecosystems and potentially enlargement of a product scope after two years, and the regular review, so the whole text after five years. But what's going to happen is that this law is then going to later be applied. So the fact that it enters into law doesn't mean that it's immediately applied. So we hear is that companies will need to apply this legislation 18 months after entry into force of the law. So this is when it would apply to big companies and to micro and small enterprises two years after entry into force of the law. So that gives, from our perspective, ample time to companies to actually prepare their systems and supply chains to be in compliance with the new legislation.
Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Anke. Thank you very much. <laughs>